Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Well, hello, welcome back to our series, Seven Confidence Killers and How to Avoid Them. Let me just go back really quick and say, the reason we st- I started this series of videos is because I've done a couple different surveys over the past year for leaders, both in the business world and the church world, and ask, what's the number one thing that you struggle with on a consistent basis? And the number one answer, I mean, number two wasn't even close, was that leaders are wrestling with confidence. So over the past several months, I've been working on this particular video series, Seven Confidence Killers and How to Overcome Them or How to Avoid Them. And and I'll do a really quick review because we're on confidence killer number five today. Do a really quick review on the first four confidence killers. Confidence killer number one was pressure. Confidence killer number two was the unexpected. Confidence killer number three was people. Confidence killer number four was personal health. And confidence killer number five is bad decisions. Now, as people, we make bad decisions. Like um, recently, I went to a sushi restaurant and I'm not very familiar with sushi. And so when they brought out my sushi roll, there was some wasabi on the side and I thought the wasabi was guacamole. <laughs> so can't make this up. I put it all over my sushi roll and then put it in my mouth. And um, the Bible says what the overflow, the heart out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And there was some not good things in my heart because that was that was a bad that was a bad decision. And we make decisions like that that we can laugh at. But then there's some bad decisions that we make as leaders that that aren't that funny. I can remember one in particular several years ago where we were, I was in a leadership meeting with the church that I served. We were wrapping up the meeting and we had just decided to go multi-site. We were getting ready to sign the contract on on a building that we were gonna lease. And the gentleman that was over that particular department said, hey, um, I looked at the lease and the lease looks, you know, okay to me. He said, but I don't know the legal, legal language we should be looking for. Should we get a lawyer to look at this piece of paper? And I remember just kind of looking at him, um, just really wanting to be done with the meeting. And I said, no, we don't need an attorney. Attorneys cost money. They're going to rip us off. It's going to cost us $500 to get some guy to read this piece of paper. And so, no, we just don't need to do that. And um, we just kind of went on about our business and never thought about it again until about a year later when the organization that we had the, we had the lease signed with went bankrupt, which threw our lease into um, <laughs> deep poo-poos, what it threw our lease into, and wound up costing us about $2 million. And I've always looked back on that um, as, as a bad decision, but here's the deal. A bad decision doesn't have to define us if we're willing to learn from it. So whenever I make a bad decision or a series of bad decisions, there are three things that I think we can key in on 
that can prevent us from making that same bad decision again. Here we go. Number one, number one, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. At the end of the day, if we make a bad decision as a leader, we need to own it. Because if we minimize it or we pretend it's not there, we, we lose credibility with the people that we lead. Walking into the room, not making excuses, not making the excuses, not pointing fingers, saying, hey, this is my decision, it was bad, I'm gonna own it, and then we're gonna fix it. So that's number one, acknowledgement. The second thing having to do with a bad decision is evaluation, evaluation. We, got to, we need to look at the, the decision and break it down, just like college coaches break down that game film. And under evaluation, I've got three questions that I ask whenever I'm evaluating a decision um, that was really bad. The first question is this, did I get the right information? In other words, did I get the right information in order to make this decision. Um, a lot of times as leaders, we're dependent on information from other people. And in this particular decision, I didn't get the right information from the person that was presenting the decision to me because I didn't ask for it. And I think in the moment, he didn't feel the permission to share the right information with me. So as leaders, it's not our job to get people around us to tell us what we want to hear. It's our job to get people around us who tell us what we need to hear because those people will ultimately protect us from making bad decisions or, or consistent bad decisions. The second question I ask myself is this, is did this decision get the proper amount of my attention? In other words, this particular bad decision, was it something that I focused on or was it just something I said and forgot about? Once again, going back to the particular bad decision that I made, it was a decision made at the end of a meeting where my number one goal was to finish the meeting, not make the right decision. And so because of that, this $2 million decision didn't get my attention. And so ultimately, it was not that guy's responsibility, it was my responsibility. And the third question I ask under evaluation is, was this decision based on emotion? Because sometimes as leaders, we can get super emotional about a decision and emotion always clouds our judgment. So if we're super angry or super depressed or super upset, we need to push the pause button on making that decision, draw back and come back to the table when we're more calm so we can make a better decision. The third thing, the third thing under, um, so, so far we've got acknowledgement, evaluation, number three is determination. In other words, what defeated me in the past will not define me in the future because we're not going to make this particular bad decision again. Hey, as at the end of the day, all of us as leaders make bad decisions. It's part of the process. But a bad decision is only remains a bad decision if we refuse to learn from it, if we refuse to evaluate, if we refuse to acknowledge it. That's when that bad decision haunts us. But 
Great leaders don't allow bad decisions to rob us of our confidence because when we look at it, we say, you know what? We're gonna look at this, we're gonna learn from this, and ultimately, we're gonna do our best not to repeat this again. That's how I believe we as leaders can deal with bad decisions. If we can help you out in any way with your church or your business, visit us at www.iwantmychurchtogrow.com. Um, we can talk to you about strategies and structures for growth and even business, iwantmybusinesstogrow.com. We would love to be able to partner with you and assist you in any way. Hope you guys have a phenomenal week. The best really is yet to come. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com.